The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. A beautiful co-ed, Kristen Smart, goes missing after a college party. Years passed, no resolution. And now we are learning the prime suspect allegedly has raped, peeped on, stalked 29 other women. And we're just hearing that amongst so much more evidence Is it true human blood has been found in the backyard of the prime suspect, Paul Flores, dad, Ruben Flores home? Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Take a listen to this. Friday, May 24th, 1996, was the start of the Memorial Day weekend. Most students had taken off, but Kristen had stayed on campus. So had Margarita Campos, who lived in the next room in Muir Hall. They had become close friends. So when they were invited to a party that Friday night, Kristen was excited to go. Kristen was like, come on, let's go, let's go. And I was like, nah, I have to study. And so she pulled me into this sort of like, oh, come on, let's socialize. And these girls are inviting us out. Let's go. And I was like, okay, fine. But when we got to the house, it was pretty dead. It was was like a couple roommates hanging out playing video games. And Kristen was like, oh, gosh, there has to be something better than this. The two girls walked to an area off campus where there were fraternities, sororities, and residential housing for students. Margarita soon decided she'd had enough. I'll never forget her shadow against the building, this apartment complex, just standing like kind of cross-armed with a long leg. And she was just kind of like looking at me like, you're really walking away now. Like, you're really, you're leaving. You are hearing Jonathan Vigliotti at 48 Hours describing the night that Kristen Smart goes missing. Her body has never been recovered to this day. But is there finally a lead in the case that may show us, reveal 
where her body is. With me, an all-star panel to make sense of it all. First of all, veteran trial lawyer Kathleen Murphy joining us out of North Carolina at ncdomesticlaw.com. Dr. Bethany Marshall, renowned psychoanalyst, joining us out of Beverly Hills, the star of a Netflix series, Bling Empire, at drbethanymarshall.com, forensics expert, founder and director of the Cold Case Research Institute. You can find her at coldcasecrimes.org. Cheryl McCollum, Dr. Priya Banerjee, forensic pathologist at Anchor Forensic Pathology, assistant medical examiner, and Dave Minsky, public safety and military reporter, Santa Maria Times, on the case from the get-go. Before we go to Dave Minsky, take a listen to more of what we know happened the night Kristen Smart disappears. Paul keeps stopping along the way and letting Cheryl Anderson know, you can go on ahead, I've got her, it's fine. She didn't think that was okay, so she slowed down and walked with them. When they reached the turnoff to Cheryl's dorm, she says Flores tried to hug and kiss her. She left them only after he promised to take Kristen back to her dorm. Paul and Kristen then make their way here. What happens next? So if you believe Paul's story, he goes into his dorm room here, and he leaves her to walk up this walkway. Her dorm entrance is right over here. I personally think that wherever Kristen went, Paul was there with her. I don't think that she went back to her dorm at all. Whatever happened in those early hours, one thing is indisputable. Kristen Smart has never been seen again. You're hearing our friends at 48 Hours take another listen to our cut, too. She had ended up at a party at this house. It's mostly frat guys from the Kappa Chi fraternity. I don't know if Kristen knew anybody there. Chris Lambert is a CBS News consultant, and he's pieced together what he learned from people who were there that night. Kristen became incredibly intoxicated, whether she was drugged or whether she just had a lot to drink in a short amount of time. She ends up passed out on the lawn next door. Lambert says Kristen could not stand on her own. So fellow student Cheryl Anderson, who was also at the party, began helping her back to campus. They were soon joined by another party goer, Paul Flores. As they describe it, Paul Flores just sort of appears out of nowhere and offers to help. He gets his arm around her torso and her arm around his neck, and he's helping her walk. That's how it all went down the night that Kristen Smart disappeared. But in the present day, major developments in the case regarding the search of college co-ed Kristen Smart. With me, Dave Minsky, public safety military reporter, Santa Maria Times. Dave, what is the latest? I mean, what can you tell me about this treasure trove of documents? We've just gotten our mitts on. We all know that in about a week's time, there's going to be a preliminary hearing where the state will lay out its case in order to get the case bound over for felony prosecution. But what's in those documents? Well, right now, what we have in these documents, you have about 47 uh, plus pages, uh, about 80 pages, actually, that kind of lay out give details of what happened to Kristen or allegedly happened to Kristen on the night she disappeared and uh, what they allegedly discovered at uh, Ruben Flores's house. And also they, it, it provides accounts of several uh, dozen women of Paul Flores's uh, alleged behavior over the years. By my count, a total of 29 women now coming forward claiming that Paul Flores, then in college at the time Kirsten goes missing, 
had either raped, stalked, drugged, or peeped on them. 29 women separated in time and space have come forward. I'm just stunned that none of this has come out before, but we're learning it now. We're also learning about very damning evidence that's found at the home of the suspect, Paul Flores, and his dad, Ruben Flores. Take a listen now to our cut five. This is Alexa Bertola at KSBY. Paul and Ruben Flores were both in suits for their first in-person court appearance. The prosecution argued that additional rape charges should be included in the case against Paul, who was charged with murdering Smart during the commission of rape or attempted rape. Prosecutor Chris Prevell revealed in court that during a search of Flores' San Pedro home in 2020, they discovered Google searches for porn related to drunk girls. One search included real drunken girls drugged and raped while passed out. He said they should include alleged victims from the L.A. area dating back to 2010 and 2017 after searching Paul's cell phone and a home video. Ravel also said Flores created home rate videos that were stored on his home computer under a file labeled practice and called the defendant a serial rapist. He said during a 2020 search warrant, they also found date rape drugs at Flores' home. Okay, let me understand this to Dave Minsky joining us in the Santa Maria Times. When they search the prime suspect, Paul Flores' home, who was last with Kristen Smart the night she disappears, they find a homemade date rape video montage of various women drifting in and out of consciousness while he has sex with them. That's rape because they are unconscious and they cannot consent. They find that and it's called practice. And then they also find very damning Google searches. For instance, real drunken girls drugged and raped while passed out. I wouldn't even imagine, I wouldn't even think to search a Google search like that. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. 
Big thank you to our partner in making today's program possible. It's Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes we're endowed with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private Christian affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, we are talking about the most recent developments that we have learned in the case of a missing co-ed, Kristen Smart. A treasure trove of documents, evidence. We've just gotten our mitts on very damning. I mean, Bethany Marshall, you're the shrink. I'm just a trial lawyer. Who in the world actually looks up on Google, real drunken girls drugged and raped while passed out? Well, it tells us so much information about him, Nancy. First of all, it says that he wants absolute control over his victims. He is not relating to women as people with thoughts and feelings and motivations of their own. He is relating to them as objects. It it tells me that there's a certain amount of sadism in this, that he wants to do things to them without their consent. Nancy, there were a couple other reports that came out. One, which is that he was on the balcony of one of the dorms with some women way back in 1996, and these women asked him to leave, and he would not do it. They had to call the campus police. Do you know for a college-age man to not leave the balcony of other students until the police arrived? That tells me that way back then he was already completely predatory. So I wonder sometimes with Kristen Smart if he was was sort of a practice. And one other thing about these rapes and rape kits and everything we're learning about, um, men who commit rape homicide have very prolific fantasy lives so they often this is why they will rape and then they will go underground and then they'll rape or rape and kill because they gather so many fetishized objects tapes uh, memorabilia fetishized objects and then they use those to masturbate too so that in the absence of victims they can keep their perverse sexual life going. I agree with you, Dr. Bethany Marshall, although with 29 women coming forward, I don't know how much of a break he took. Uh, These 29 women claiming he either drugged and raped them, stalked them, peeped on them, and more. So he got this perverse enjoyment out of peeping Tom activity. You know, Cheryl McCollum, I'm just sick to my stomach that it has taken so long 
for this evidence to be uncovered. You know what stands out for me? You've got the 29 women, but oftentimes in these type social settings, men are oblivious, but not with this guy. You've got men that have come forward saying he was aggressive toward females at the party. Mm-hmm. You've got another man saying he even went up to him and said, dude, we hate you. Like other men had noticed he was hanging out at the dorm that he didn't live at, that he was waiting in the early morning hours for somebody, and he would follow them and stalk them and be inappropriate with them in front of other men. So that tells you this open secret this dude had about his sexual predatory behavior was wide open. In fact, he had a nickname at school, did he not? Out to you, Dave Minsky, Chester the Molester and Psycho Paul. Yeah, that's what they were alleging here in the in the uh, the documents that re- they released. Now, why is it these documents are just being released, Dave Minsky? You know, they they allegedly uncovered all this uh, uh, evidence that you know Paul Flores might have uh, raped women in L.A. You know, and back in April, uh, uh, District Attorney uh, San Luis Obispo County District Attorney Dan Dow. Uh, he wanted to add a rape charge to the complaint, but the statute of limitations had expired. So therefore, uh, they had to go back and kind of dig up or find all this uh, alleged evidence. And in order to add that charge, um, they had to request the judge to do that. In order to do that, they had to show all this other evidence, alleged evidence. I also um, believe and- that all this evidence is coming forward at a statutory uh time under the law it has to come out x number of days before a for instance trial or preliminary hearing but another thing that's very upsetting to me kathleen murphy trial lawyer is that the current judge says that these rapes cannot be brought into evidence as similar transactions to prove motive course of conduct scheme frame of mind remember with weinstein Harvey Weinstein, other sex attacks on women that happened the same way as the case in chief were allowed to show that Weinstein is what we call a sex predator. Okay, so this is allowed under the law. It's the same exact thing. He hits on Kristen Smart. He starts following her. He takes her back to his dorm. She was drugged. She'd only had like one or two drinks, but she was laying on a lawn. She was obviously drugged. Same thing. Well, you know, Nancy, I think you said it right on the, you hit the issue. It is the law. We are allowed to bring in that evidence. And that makes this an appealable issue from the beginning. They should be allowed to bring in all of those witnesses to show the course of conduct is similar. Absolutely. Not allowing that is outrageous. Go ahead, Dave. Well, except the judge, uh, you know, he thought that that evidence would be too prejudicial to a potential jury. Blah, blah. Which is why he, uh, he, you know. Blah, blah. I mean, that's why very often, uh, Cheryl McCollum, you and I have been in the trenches. Very often you'll get a judge, get a wild hair, and disallow similar transactions. 
And that's what's happening here. Of course, it's prejudicial. Every bit of mm-hmm. evidence the state brings on is prejudicial against the defendant. But that doesn't mean it doesn't come into evidence. I mean, the fact he was the last one with her. Well, that prejudices him. But it's true. I've well, never he couldn't have that keeping... rape charge on the complaint. What? But we have a video of it. And here's the thing. I am never for keeping any information from a jury. They should have everything that law enforcement has to make that decision. If you keep the video of him raping women from them, yeah. how does that help them put all the pieces of this puzzle oh, together? Hey, Cheryl, are you sitting down? I yeah. hope you you may need to lay down for this. Guess what the judge said? That the evidence of all the other rapes was, quote, too thin. Can you name me? One other felony that has to be corroborated outside the victim's testimony other than rape. You know, I rob a bank. The bank teller goes, it was him. It was him. It was Grayson. That's all you need. So why is it uh, in a rape case, the victim is saying he raped me, but that's not enough. In a rape case. And this judge up on the bench, I hope he is recalled. I can only pray that the, the, his constituents are listening, says these women's, t- their testimony is, quote, too thin. Nancy, you and Nancy. I have been fighting for a long time. And when we first started, women had to pay for their rape kit. We had to fight for that to change. There was no other case. At all, not entering auto, not burglary, not homicide, where a victim had to pay for evidence. Big thank you to our partner in making today's program possible. It's Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes we're endowed with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private Christian affordable. Visit gcu.edu. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. 
Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, we are talking about a, a cash a treasure trove of documents that Dave Minsky with Santa Maria Times is describing that we have just gotten our hands on in the Kristen Smart disappearance that has gone unsolved for years and years. I've talked to her parents. Can you imagine every morning they wake up without their daughter and no justice? But it's not just about the 29 other alleged victims of his. It's not just about his freaky CD. It's not just about his damning Google searches. Take a listen to our cut six. This is KSBY. He added that four cadaver dogs hid on Flores' mattress in his dorm room, adding they believe Smart died in or around his bed back in 1996. The defense fired back, arguing that there is zero evidence of rape, attempted rape, or murder. Attorney Robert Sanger said he was very disappointed in the effort to make an emotional argument instead of facts. He said investigators have been focusing on Flores since June 6, 1996, when Flores stopped talking after voluntarily talking to law enforcement. Singer claims Smart disappeared before in Hawaii, and also that three or more people reported the college freshman may have been pregnant at the time she disappeared. The judge ruled that there would be a spillover effect into the current case, which he said has little to no evidence of rape or attempted rape. So the motion to add new rape charges was denied. All right. Dragged the victim through the mud, claiming that this teen girl was pregnant. I've never heard that in my life. Now, the defense attorney, what is he, a gynecologist? Why does he, Why would he say that? It's total BS to make Kristen Smart look bad now. But that's not all present day. Take a listen to our friends at KEYT. This is our cut seven. Prosecutors will try to prove that the remains of Kristen Smart were buried under the Arroyo Grande home of Ruben Flores under a deck in the back of the property. Five days after the home was searched on February 4th of 2020, a neighbor says they saw Paul's mother Susan Flores and her boyfriend Mike McConville pull a trailer into Ruben Flores's backyard near the deck. A longtime renter at the home on White Court says the space underneath that deck was always locked. Authorities returned to search the entire property on March 15th. An archaeologist used ground-penetrating radar under the deck. The documents say the data showed a large four-by-six-foot anomaly. The experts said they found a major disturbance. Prosecutors argue this is the exact scenario where someone would dig the hole, put in the body, re-excavate the hole to remove the body, then fill it back in once the body has been removed. The document states samples tested positive for human blood in the area. I feel like my head is about to blow off. Cheryl McCollum, you and I together have gone on many, many scenes, including where we bring cadaver dogs and ground-penetrating sonar. And what that does, it looks like some, have you ever seen those people on the beach looking for money or rings that might be in the sand? It's what it looks like. And the device gives you a picture deep, deep down into the soil. And you can see, once you take it back and look at it, if that soil has been moved, rearranged. That's what it's looking for. Or it might actually find an object. It's kind of like a sonogram for you ladies like me that have had a sonogram sonogram to look at your children um, in, in your tummy. That's kind of what it looks like. 
And so you see all these gray waves and then you see some that are different. That means the ground has been disturbed. So now they find this area, Cheryl McCollum, that mm-hmm. looks like the shape of a casket. Why do people always do it, mm-hmm. the shape of a casket? In fact, you and I were just at a scene under a defendant, lady convicted, where he built a deck over mm-hmm. the body. I'm talking about Chase Masner. That's mm-hmm. what's happening here. They even find human blood, Cheryl Nancy, you and I were at a scene not long ago using the ground penetrating radar, and we found a pipe. And even with that image, you could tell clearly it was some type of metal object. Um, here's here's the thing: they've got blood. Mm-hmm. They've got a clandestine grave that she's been removed from. They've got video. They've got similar transactions. They've got witnesses that are male and female. They've got a pattern of behavior that I guarantee you, if investigators would go back, started in high school, they should piece this together and put this in front of a jury almost like a movie, the way you would do. Let's show this predator for the hunter that he is. And what about this? It's a, it's a, I swore I would not curse. Let me have the twins. Yes, David, Dave Meski. I mean, I got to hear about the blood. Was the blood found in the dirt or on the bottom of the deck? And this is a whole family affair. Did I hear correctly, Dave Minsky, that after the last search of the home, that one of the last searches of the home, the mom and her boyfriend pull up with a trailer to the back deck and dig something up? Help me, Minsky. Yeah, well, that was alleged by a neighbor who... Uh, caught them, allegedly caught them, you know, uh, or, you know, putting a trailer up to his house and doing something and hauling something away. But, you know, we don't know what that is. And I also just want to add real quick that, you know, uh, there may have been a, a, a positive presence for human blood in the dirt or in the, in that clandestine grave that you're describing. However, no DNA evidence was attached to that. So they can't, you know, rule out that she was there, nor that they could rule out that she wasn't there. Well, can't we tell that it's human? What about that? Dr. Priya Banerjee, forensic pathologist, anchor forensic pathology, uh, assistant medical examiner. Can't we tell if it's human blood, even if we don't get DNA? Yes. I mean, I think that's a huge find and they can do, I'm not sure about field tests, but if you collect it, you know, that's one of the first steps in testing any sort of trace evidence. Is it human or not? You know, I just wanted to add that I do go to a lot of crime scenes as a part of my work. And any sort of indication like this, you know, you should have more eyes out there. I've been, you know, involved in multiple um, unearthing of, you know, digging up of bodies. You can really get a sense of if something's been disturbed recently, even if the, you know, the grass grows back different, why did a deck appear? Why is there a new patch of cement? I mean, people notice these things and I think it's worth going back. And if there's blood in that area, why not start digging, you know, um, and see if there's traces of, you know, clothing or other hair. I mean, I don't know what would have survived. So that's really important to get some skilled eyes out there. Let me understand what you're saying, Dave Minsky. I agree with everything Dr. Priya Banerjee just said. 
you're telling me that there was blood found, but they couldn't get DNA, or we don't know if they've gotten DNA? Well, according to this, uh, these documents, it looks like there is no human DNA that was found in the blood due to the blood's petrification. And also, uh, you know, the, the test they use, I guess, whatever, whatever kind of test it was, it couldn't uh, screen out primate or ferret blood. But also, you know, uh, later on in the uh, uh, in the document, it said that you know, no no bodies of primates or ferrets were found nearby. So I was going to say, like, how would Nancy, that? I got to jump in here. Jump, Cheryl. Common <laughs> sense. An animal did not go into that deck and die exactly. and bury themselves, and nor did another animal come along and unearth them and move them more than ten feet. Exactly. Dave Minsky, are you trying to tell me they don't know if it was an animal or a human? Is that what you're saying? Uh, apparently, yeah. You know, the, I mean, you know, I, I read through all these documents. I, I still, there's still a lot of questions I have in my mind, and I, I just, I don't really see. Well, the document that we have recovered in this huge amount of discovery says that samples tested positive for human blood in the area. Correct. Right. So, no DNA. Why isn't that? Why? So why are we talking about a primate? Start. Who's speaking? Uh, it is Dr. Banerjee. Go ahead, doctor. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like, why isn't that probable cause enough to start digging? I mean, why? They know, are digging. Okay. They dug it up, and there's not a body. Big thank you to our partner in making today's program possible is Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes we're endowed with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private Christian affordable. Visit gcu.edu. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The Nix anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of Nix's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. 
Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Everybody, we're talking about the disappearance, and I believe rape and murder of co-ed Kristen Smart. Um, Isn't it true that now the mother and her BF have been charged? Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know. if I don't think they've been charged. Excuse me, named Um, in a civil lawsuit? Yes, they they were named in a civil lawsuit. Correct, right. Well... The civil lawsuit alleges just what you you mentioned, that um, uh, in February of 2020, uh, the sheriff's office conducted a search on Ruben Flores' home in Arroyo Grande. And then uh, with on or about five, five or so days after that, that's when uh, Susan Flores and her boyfriend, Mike McConville, allegedly went to Ruben's house, did something, you know, with the trailer and worked, quote, under the cover or, or under the darkness of night to remove something and haul it away. We don't know what it was, uh, and we don't know if it's really true. So, this is why, Nancy, can I jump in about this? Please. You know, this whole, this whole family is covering up the crime. It's obvious. But the only person who doesn't truly have skin in the game is Mike, Susan Flores's current boyfriend. This whole family has been conspiring and plotting for years to cover up the crime of Chester the molester, the strange now adult son. I'm sure there's multiple other things he's done. I'm sure the whole family dynamic is organized around covering up their son's dysfunction, problem, criminal activities. But Mike McCondrell, he's a newer member of the family. Do you think he's really going to go to prison? I mean, Ruben Flores is not his biological son. What motivation does he have to cover up the crime? I mean, if we look at the behavioral evidence, I couldn't imagine that there's not at least one extended family member or a friend of a family member who doesn't know something about this crime. Nancy, I was in Arroyo Grande recently, the, the, the small town where the family lives. There's a huge billboard there with Kristen Smart's um, picture, the same picture that's all over the internet. A lot of people know about this crime. It, it's hard to believe that somebody doesn't have something that they can talk to about, talk about to the police. I want to be specific um, about what Dave Minsky is telling us uh, he's right. We are now learning that St. Louis Obispo investigators discovered human blood under the home of Paul Flores' father. Court records also show they found fabric fibers in the place where they believe Kristen Smart was buried. The ground-penetrating radar found a six-by-four-foot anomaly, in other words, where somebody had dug, under the home. Four soil samples test positive for human blood, but not for DNA. An archaeologist named Cindy Arrington, as I recall, found standing in the dirt to indicate a body had been put in a hole, chemical poured over it, the hole filled in, and the body moved later. Now, 
again, I'm a trial lawyer. This is what an archaeologist is saying. Nancy, pardon me for playing the devil's advocate here, but I don't see anything that conclusively links SMART to this location. Yeah. Okay. Unless, Was that you know, the, the devil's advocate part? Yeah. Well, you know, you've got okay. – uh, there's no DNA found, right? You just have the positive presence for human blood, but you also have, you know, some, some sample fibers containing – various colors of red, blue, brown, red, black, and white. blue, brown, and black. And isn't it true when Kristen Smart was last seen, she was wearing red Puma shoes, black shorts with white stripes, and a gray top? Correct. If you can somehow prove that, you know, these fibers are linked to Kristen Smart, then there might be something there. Let me ask you something, Dave Minsky. If you went into your studio and when you went in, the sun was shining, it was beautiful weather outside, but when you left for lunch, you looked around and everything was dark and gray. There were black clouds overhead and women were going by holding their raincoats and men rushing by with umbrellas and the ground was wet. It must be raining. believe, yes, that circumstantial evidence would prove to you beyond a reasonable doubt, that it had rained while you were in the studio. Do you agree? Do you agree? I might reach that answer via uh, conclusion by exclusion. Yeah, well, I don't know what you're saying. That's gibberish to me. But I will tell you that, as you just said, you would think, you immediately said, oh, it rained. Yeah. You didn't see the storm, did you? You didn't see the raindrops. You didn't hear the lightning. But you know it rained. And I would argue in this case that Paul Flores was all over Kristen Smart at this party. In fact, they fell to the floor. He somehow, in his wrestling at the party, knocked her to the floor. They fell together. And people took him apart and went, man, you need to leave her alone. Then somehow, at this party, she, after one or two drinks, passed out on a lawn, and then he took her cadaver dogs, hit in his bedroom, his dorm, at his bed. She's never seen alive again. And now dirt is moved. There's a casket-shaped hole in his dad's backyard with human blood in it. I don't need to see the storm, Dave Minsky. To know it rained. Take a listen to our friend, our cut eight, Alexa Bertola, KSBY. 80 total pages submitted before Wednesday's motion hearing are now unsealed. On June 25th, the L.A. County District Attorney's Office granted permission to our jurisdiction to prosecute two counts of rape. The documents claim Paul Flores raped two women in 2011 and 2017 in San Pedro. On June 29th, the defense filed opposition citing the rape charges were a publicity stunt, stating there is no new evidence tying Flores to the disappearance of Smart since the initial investigation. It goes on to say this may more accurately be characterized as adding weak but sensational counts to a weaker non-existent murder case. The prosecution then filed a 43-page response. In a phone tap in January 2020, the document says Susan, Paul's mother, had a conversation with him saying, quote, 
The other thing I need you to do is to start listening to the podcast. I need you to listen to everything they say so we can punch holes in it. Um, wherever we can punch holes. Maybe we can't. You, you're the one that can tell me. And also to our cut nine, these, uh, this is Megan Healy, KSBY. Less than 24 hours after posting bail, Ruben Flores is hit with a lawsuit filed Thursday morning on behalf of the Smart family. Civil attorney James Murphy filed an intentional infliction of emotional distress lawsuit saying there is compelling evidence Ruben and Susan Flores and Susan's boyfriend, quote, worked through the night under the cover of darkness to remove the remains of Kristen Smart to avoid having those remains at 710 White Court in the event of an additional search of the property. And we have information that the contents of that grave site was then offloaded in some manner to another location. He alleges that Kristen's remains were removed from Ruben's property and scattered in the Wasna area after the San Luis Obispo County Sheriff's Office served search warrants at the Flores' home on February 5th, 2020. The civil lawsuit is based upon the fact that biological materials were found in the ground in a hole adjacent to the wall of Ruben Flores' house and under his deck. To you, Cheryl McCollum, um... We learned that the night, as Dave Minsky, accurately reported from the Santa Maria Times, that a neighbor says they saw a, a trailer of sorts pulling up to the back of the Flores home, that all through the night, the neighbor could hear arguing uh, all, all, night long, all night long, that lights were on, and that there was a ruckus going on in the back, in the cloak, under the cloak of darkness. Well, it would have to be a pretty stressful event because you have to make sure that you're getting every single bone, button, shoe, earring, anything that might be in that clandestine grave. And, and let me just say one other thing, Nancy, because this to me, again, is common sense. Who, other than somebody with the last name of Flores, would need to move that body? If I'm a stranger and just happen to pick that kid's porch to hide a body under, I ain't moving it. Let him take the fall. We wait for this preliminary hearing set to go down in a matter of days where we will hear more evidence. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress, a collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The natural hybrid is made from natural latex, natural wool, and environmentally safe foams. The natural hybrid elevates your sleep and supports. Go to lisa.com forward slash nancy to learn more. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash nancy.